Thrilled to welcome you to another episode of Zach's Speakeasy, where you can step behind the bookcase, hear some inside stories, and all about drinks of choice. Now, your host, Zach Hilton. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Speakeasy. I'm Zach. This is my show where I talk about whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. And let me tell you, I've already recorded this episode once. Once. That's how I handle this show. I handle it like if I'm not happy with what I put out, I'm not showing it to you. And that was the case with this solo episode. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Instagram to follow along on all the adventures between beer and wine and whiskeys that we go through. Uh, Also on Untapped, I, uh, you know, give a little little, little five-star rating, three-star rating, two-star ratings to beers and such. If you want to follow along there, Zach Speakeasy, calm down, beg. I wasn't talking to you. Uh, Yeah, so... I'll be honest with you, the holidays are hitting. I mean, we're so close to Christmas. This episode drops like a day before Christmas Eve. So this is Christmas Eve Eve. And this week, it's just really hit ya boy. It hit ya boy in a weird fashion. So much so, the drink of choice for this one isn't even the original drink that I had, obviously, because I'm re-recording it. Uh re-recording it (laughs) off to a hot start um yeah so tonight the drink of choice is wine i decided to go with wine on this one and the wine itself look sometimes sometimes in this world you buy expensive stuff beers you know wines and stuff like that twenty dollar bottles thirty dollar bottles i mean you really have to you know look at the label see what you want we have a store called Lidl, and I went for the cheapest thing that I could see there, and I think this was like $3.99. It's a Rizzling. It just says Rizzling, Washington State. That's the label. That's what we're drinking. Um, I'll probably post the story up <laughs> with the label, just so you can see how generic it looks on the Instagram. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the kind of night... I'm having where this week has just laid heavy on me. And I don't know if it's a work thing, a family thing, you know, my mom passing recently just made me, let me, <laughs> let me take a sip of the wine. I'm just jumping into this show. Like I just need to use it as a therapy session. That's fine. Um, no. Uh, so this white wine, this, uh, Rizzling, uh, from Washington state, uh, it's white, obviously. Ah, uh, I'll take, it smells like wine. Smells like a Rizzling. Um, I'll take a sip here. Yeah. It's, um, not super sweet. A little light on the dryness. Um, I like it. Definitely like it. Um, chilled white wine. That's my, that's my Jimmy jam. I either want chilled white wine or I want like dry warm wine or, you know, room temperature, whatever you fancies call it. Uh, as you can tell, I know a lot about wine and I can get deep into it. Uh, (laughs) eventually I'll, uh, end up having, uh, somebody come on the show and make me learn about this stuff. Good. Um, so, 
yeah, so like I was saying, I, I just really have been in a weird funk, um, you know, mom passing earlier, work stuff's getting to me, the holidays are here, Christmas is around the corner, like trying to make sure uh, our kids have a pretty decent, uh, pretty decent Christmas is high up on my list. So making sure that's all getting done going around. Uh, also, you know, making sure Brooke, because she loves the Christmas. I mean, adores it. It's the one day uh, a year that she'll wake up before me or anything regularly. Like she'll just up. 5 a.m., 6 a.m., who cares? She, I mean, not tired, ready to go. Um, so, you know, I don't want to don't wanna mess up that. Another swig of the wine. And, um, yeah, so I think a lot's weighing on me. And so when I recorded the episode yesterday, it just, you could just tell in my voice, I was not feeling it. Um, and for me, and, you know, this not being live, I can just re, re re-record it right now. That's what I'm doing. So, um, and in fact, because I wanted to re-record it, uh, I actually uh, kind of have like a, uh, I sent out a a thing, any topics you want me to talk about on the Instagram at Zach Speakeasy, once again. Um, and it's really awesome. Uh, my uh, bud replied with like 16 questions, really less than that. Uh, but... This show is going to be dedicated to Chad because Chad hit me with like at least five questions and I'm going to get through those at the end of the show. But he's also the one that's been giving me or who gave me the beer advent calendar. And yesterday I did have a beer from that calendar uh, as my main show thing. But uh, yeah, like I said, new show, new me. (laughs) Um, So we're doing wine. But later on, like I said, the show is dedicated to him for all the awesomeness between the advent, the, the questions, and coming through with the pinch. Uh, good times, head by all. But before we get to the Q&A, I want to talk about a little something near and dear to my heart. And it's, uh, it's a man in red, blue, spandex. Looks very good. Uh, I want to talk Spider-Man. Now, don't worry, not reviewing the movie. I absolutely without a doubt, think if you want to see this movie, go see it in theater sooner than later. Um, But what I want to talk about is actually the theater experience that I had. So, you know, we're living in this uh, pandemic, if you will. And, you know, the the movie industry has been kind of hurt for movie audiences. Uh, You know, some movies are making okay-ish money, uh, companies like Warner Brothers are, you know, letting you watch their new movies at home and stuff like that. So it's kind of hurt their business, but you know, that's, the, that's the gamble they wanted to play. And I completely understand it, but going into this movie, it was the first time that I felt like, Oh no, people want to go see this so much. So when tickets went on sale, when I tried to buy my tickets originally, like I looked up the AMC times for Friday or was it Thursday? Thursday or Friday? No, it had to be Friday. So um, I looked up the times, sold out. Like most of the seats sold out, except like one here, two there. Like you could get doubles, but we were going with a group of five and I knew 
that wasn't happening. And like the Dolby was sold out, the IMAX was sold out, and I'm going to the biggest screen possible to see this. So I decided to go to Cinemark XD by my house. Uh, I was able to find the tickets for Friday and really excited. And going into it, I knew that this was going to be such an event. So much so, I looked at the tickets the day of and only like single tickets were being sold for my theater and like they were sporadically through it so i knew this was going to be a sold out show it was on like donkey kong and i was super excited about that uh we get to the theater lines out the a uh but i will say me and me and brooke have like a great tag team plan like i'll go get the ticket she'll get in line for the popcorn i'll get the popcorn she'll switch to the soda and then one of us goes to the uh, uh the cashier like it was a real like back and forth between us to get that done and it worked out swimmingly we got into the theater and we're chilling so many people there obviously and i know that's like a wolf thing in these times but we're sitting there and like just getting ready for the movie and there were uh, <laughs> there was this couple that came in and they came in, they looked at the seats, they were taken and uh, they were like, excuse me, you're in our seats. And then they said, well, that guy's in our seat and he won't get out of there. And the young lady was like, what do you mean he won't leave? It was like, we've asked him to get out of that seat. Okay, give me your ticket. Give me your ticket. Got the ticket, went to the guy and was like, hey, I need you to get up. You're not supposed to sit there. And you couldn't hear what this guy was saying because he was like old. Like you could tell he was either living in a like, I took so long to get to the seat. I am not leaving. Or it's like one of those situations where he's not understanding that like you, you have reserved seating now in this theater and maybe he's not used to reserved seatings. I don't know, but he won't move in. So the young lady who took the ticket went out, got a manager, um, and uh, he came and he removed sets her and like he got up. He was, like I said, he was old. So it, it, it obviously came across that way. And he got out of it and everybody shifted down. And then that young lady gave back the ticket and sat directly behind me and had a date as well. Now, I enjoyed that. I, I appreciated that she took the situation in hand and she fixed it without causing like a commotion to anybody. It never disrupted the movies because this is like during the ads. By the way, why are ads playing in the middle of the trailers? So we get ads at the beginning. We get like three or four trailers. Then there's an ad for crypto. Don't need it. Don't care. I just want my movie trailers. And then two more trailers played after that. And then we get into the movie. Now, this young lady, like I said, she did her thing and uh, very thankful of how peace and calm it was. Uh, but then that's where things changed. Now, I'm going to Tarantino this. Later on, I've made it a joke. It's fun. And I'm going to bring you in on the joke. But during the movie, I could have stabbed babies with how angry I was like if these noises were coming from a baby, I would have reached around and probably stabbed it with a Crayola or or maybe even a gummy pen, something, nothing, nothing serious. Just wanted to teach that baby a lesson. But during the movie, there are points in this movie that stuff happens and like her date 
just starting saying things like he's a part of it. Like, you know how you watch What If and and there's the Watcher? He's like the Watcher watching the things go down. Like, something will go down. Let's just uh, make up things because, again, no spoilers or anything like that. Um, but let's pretend, like, Superman is there and, like, he switches real quick into Clark Kent and when he's going into work at the Daily Planet, he's like, I work here. My man, top of his lungs, goes, yes, you do. Yes, sir. You work here. And then, like, throughout, it's like, that's Jimmy Olsen. You know what you do. You take pictures. You take pictures, Olsen. Yes, you do. And, like, that's the entire time throughout the movie. Like, any kind of big pop scenario that came up, that's what we got. And... You're talking this movie's two hours and 30 minutes. All through it. Whatever. During the movie, there are times where people got excited. There were pops. There was like awes and stuff like that. Obviously, we all did that. And I was good with the crowd reaction because it's been so long. It hasn't been since... Uh, I'll go, I'll go, I mean, I know Star Wars Rise of Skywalker came out. I don't feel like there was that necessarily pop, but like in-game. Like there were moments in in-game where like theater just turned. It went from like a movie into a live wrestling event in some ways. And I got that. Um, but this guy was just being that annoying dude that just wouldn't shut up. And then like, the girl who was very cool and uh, saved the situation earlier, like she kept asking questions, which I mean, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen at a Friday night when you go see a movie. And usually that's why your boy Zach doesn't go to the movies on Friday. Usually Zach likes to go to the movies on a Thursday. Hell, this movie was playing Thursday at 3 p.m. And if I could have, that's the time I would have gone because less people there. Uh, the people that are going to see it know what this is, know what they're getting into. They've been very excited. Friday night, date night. I get it. Yes, sir. I get it. I get it. Your date. Yes, you are. You're on a date. But Throughout the movie, he does this, and then we get to the post credit scenes. And that's when it really, like, irked me to uh, so no end. Because during the post credits, and you've been to a Marvel movie, you know how the Marvel system works. They give you, uh, they give you little dazes. They give you a little what's to come kind of deal. And both, there's two of them. That happens. During this, my man is just like, yelling like oh this is that this is that like to his girlfriend like she should be impressed with the knowledge you're dropping buddy i don't care what youtube video you watched to prepare yourself and what spoilers you read to get into this so sh like we would all look to you and turn around to you like you're some kind of comic god i don't care just let me enjoy the dialogue in peace and it was kind of ridiculously rude that he did this up and up until the end like the very last one like he's just referencing things and i'm like i don't know who this is but i certainly as shit hate him now and then i was having a conversation with my friend at uh at lunch today and he told me oh, 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 oh this person that that guy brought up and i was like i, I don't care now because he has made it where I won't care 
when I see them. Other than when they're in theater. Now I have to because I'm obliged to say, there you are. Yes, you are. That's what you do. That's what we're doing here. But after that, me and my friends who uh, we saw the movie with, we made a joke out of it. And it was one of the best things in the world where it's just now now you can do this with your friends you go around if someone's just just going grocery shopping you know they pick up this orange yes you are you're getting that orange yes you are go ahead do it just try it get it out there but don't bring it into the theater atmosphere because that's just rude i don't like that um but yeah spider-man good movie go see it um who cares what people say about it if you want to go see it Go say it. Um, like I said earlier, this uh, this uh, little movie, uh, movie, this podcast is dedicated to Chad, my main man Chad, Wolfpack Chad, because he came in with some uh, questions and stuff. So what I'm going to do here, he asked um, some cues, and I'm going to give that A real quick. Um, so we'll go with this first one. He goes, what's your favorite memory of Christmas and New Year? So, ooh, double-edged swords here. Because, like, you know, lately as a, an adult, I love my Christmases that I have with my family. Uh, those are really special. And, you know, I ones that I'm going to re- remember forever. But I think I'd be remiss, especially with, like, that new movie that came out, 8-Bit Christmas. And, like, they're talking about how, you know, getting these, like, Nintendos and stuff were, like, the best. And... I guess we live in an age now, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's my own kid, maybe it's my own teen kid, he just doesn't look excited as much as I want him to be excited when he gets things, like, he's gotten some cool stuff, perfect example here, Uh, last year, he got a PS5, do you know how hard it is to get a PS5, even now? Like, you're talking, like, last year we were able to get it, and we were on the search. This was the first time that I felt like I was one of those parents. Like, I felt like I was in Jingle All the Way, and, like, I was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, more so Brooke was Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I was uh, the wife at home uh, dealing with Phil Hartman eating the cookies. Um, but she was dealing with a lot of Sinbads out there. Uh, but... So we got him that, and I was super stoked because we got it like last minute. It's it's here. It made it, and and he opens it and he's like, "Cool, cool, thanks." The flames on top of my head are ridiculously high because it was a PlayStation Five. I understand if I gave you a PS Two. At the last year, Christmas, maybe, maybe you do that uh, reaction. He was thankful. He's played it. He's used it. That's not the point. Wish I saw some excitement because I'm always excited. And that's the moment I'll give you. Um, so Nintendo 64, was that 1996, 1995, six, when that uh, came out? So uh, the long story short of it is like, I'm excited. I want this thing. I need this thing. Uh, my mom made it very clear that uh, I wasn't getting it. So much so during this time, my uncle, who has stepchildren, uh, he uh, got the N64 for them. And on the weekends that they weren't there, 
He opened that bad sucker up and played it. And I was lucky enough to go over uh, and watch him play said thing. And I even played it a little bit of myself. Uh, we were playing Mario 64, which is still by far one of my favorite games of all time. Love Mario 64. And when, uh, you know, when he was done with it, when we, I think we even beat it before Christmas came because I think he got in like November, early November, uh, but, like, I think we beat it, and then he erased it, uh, the memory and all that crap, made it brand new, put it back in the box, they opened it up. Um, so I was excited. I was like, ooh, I got a little taste. I got a little taste of the system. I want it. I need it. I gotta have it. So Christmas morning, open all my gifts. Bam, bam, bing, bing. Guess what? You get never got it. Never came through. Got some cool things. Got a, a Walkman CD player, which was like red see-through color. That was awesome. I loved it. Uh, auto skip. You ain't going to skip on me when I walk down the streets. And it was a good, a good Christmas. Not the great Christmas. But then <gasps> I said, hey, what's behind the TV? And I look behind the TV and I see this big box. And I'm like, oh, no, you're kidding. I grab it. I open it. In 64, I was yelling. I was freaking out. Uh, my former stepfather was there. He was like, do you need my help to hook it up? And I said, nah, bitch, sit down. Daddy can handle it. Yeah, I called myself daddy at uh, sixth grade. What are you talking about? Um, so I take it up. I plug it up. I have the Mario 64. And even starting from the beginning, even though I've played these levels before, had a blast of a time. I absolutely enjoyed it. So personally, as a kid, that was my favorite. Um, New Year's. I've had a lot of wild New Year's. Um, specifically, the early ones with Brooke were pretty wild. Uh, yeah, we, do, we don't have to get into that. But there was a Mexican restaurant that I'm pretty sure slipped something not tequila in our margarita. And we don't remember a lot of that night. But that's okay because we had a fun time. Um, but I do, it's not the best one, but it's, it's definitely a fun one. Uh, me and Brooke went to the Norva, which is a concert venue here. Uh, that really cool one. It's a really, it's really neat one. It has like two floors, bars, dance floors, stuff like that. Like it's real small, but very intimate, but you know, you could tell this is a cool place. I've wrestled there actually. Um, but the DeLoreans, a band around here was playing there and they play obviously 80 songs by the name. Um, and that was a fun night. There's a, there's a disgusting thing that happened that night. I tell you guys disgusting stuff all the time. Anyways. So, uh, I get super crunked on champagne because they gave us champagne at midnight. And then like that, they, some people didn't take the champagne and champagne were, was on the side of the bar. And I went to the bar and the bartender was like, Hey, you want some of this? I was like, yes, uh, yes. So I'm just chugging this champagne, getting the bottle, chugging the champagne. And then like, we're walking upstairs. Can't believe I'm telling this. We're going upstairs. And then I just progressively just start vomiting on the stairs. I'm going upstairs and I get it out. We're walking and I looked at Brooke, no lie, and say, I just threw up, didn't get any on me. Aren't you so proud of me? And I keep walking. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing. Um, as New Year's Eves go, I think that's one that uh, I'll, I'll always remember. And Matt Birchfield, uh, guest of last week, was there with me. So, good times. Okay, let's see. What else? What is the best burger you've ever had? What was on it? And where was it? Um, ah, 
burger, burger. I love burger. I love a good burger. And not good burger like Keenan Kel, welcome to good burger, but a good burger. Um, I don't know. Like, I make a killer burger, I feel. Turkey or red meat. Um, I will say when the first ever time that I went to Red Robin, which was like back in 2004, um, maybe even 2003, it was, it was like a long way away uh, from where I lived, like two hours, and I went to it, and I loved it, and then they just started popping up by us, so I was excited when it was coming, but I think that first initial Red Robin burger was my favorite. I think my all-time Red Robin burger, though, was, I think it was the crappy Wolverine movie. Maybe it was the Wolverine. Yeah, I think it actually, okay, so it's the decent one. I think the Wolverine was coming out, and they had a Wolverine burger. All-time favorite burger. Like, that thing was nonstop when it came out. Uh, His next question, did you buy that 90-inch TV Jason suggested for your birthday? The real question is, why didn't he buy it for you? I don't know why he didn't buy it for me. Is it because he's a bad friend? Possibly. Am I going to call him out on that? No, I'm not. But maybe he'll listen to this episode and know that he's a bad friend. Because he should have bought that TV. Because he was so worried about me wanting to buy the TV that uh, Brooke was going to get mad at him and me so the only solution to fix this problem is obviously jason has to buy this tv so um keep in touch maybe uh maybe if you want to ask down the line hey did jason buy that 90 inch for you yes or no i'll let you know um chad's next question give an update on your new movie project um so uh i i um I'm working on it, obviously, not giving up, uh, no way, no how. The problem that I'm having right now is that I'm trying to find the motivation for each of the main characters. Like, I have a slew of basics with the characters, it's just now, spoiler alert, horror movie like I've said, um, I don't know if I want a number of people to live, I don't know if I want you know, just one person alive in the end. I don't know who's the hero because I love all the characters that I've come up with. I have pretty much where the villains go. I pretty much where, you know, who does need to die and stuff like that. So I have a good outlook of where I want to go with the movie. I just want to make sure the right characters are moving forward progressively throughout the movie. So right now I'm there. I have, like I said before, I have the opening. I, I do have the opening scenes because that, that was a little easier to do because it's just introduction to each of these characters. But honestly, moving forward, it's like, okay, who, who goes where, what happens, why, and yada, yada, yada. So, so far the movie, the movie is being worked on after the holidays. I'll be able to really sit down and get it through because like, you know, that, toddler Hilton he takes a lot of our energy so we we need to focus on that once we get all this holiday stuff out of the way I'm pretty sure I'll be in a better uh mamma jamma attitude to get it done but those are the questions brought to you by Chad Chad once again thank you for that advent calendar thank you for the questions and thank you because you are now officially the first ever Zach fan of the week <sighs> don't you want to be a 
Zach fan, you should answer. You should ask some questions. Maybe if you ask some questions, you would be a Zach fan of the week. <sighs> um, yeah. So that's the show this week. Also, next week we have Claire from Devil's Backbone coming on. Uh, Claire is a friend of the show. Well, friend of the friend of the show, Jason and Kate. Jason's the one that owes me a 90-inch TV. We'll get into that later. But Claire um, came on to the show to talk Devil's Backbone. We get into the history, the future, the two locations, and stuff like that. Uh, Even other kind of brewery talks like it it's a fantastic conversation i have with her we get into this kind of loot crate box that devil's backbone does that which you can order but we'll get into that more next week on zach speakeasy uh thank you again listen to the show uh make sure you like subscribe comment do all the things man do everything if you can rate us if you listen to this on itunes or apple or whatever the crap it's called give us that five star write a review help us out you know what i mean it would do so much trust me there are trolls out there that don't want this to succeed let us succeed help us succeed um but yeah instagram zach speakeasy untapped zach speakeasy Untapped, Zach's Speakeasy. Everybody have a great night. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we will see you right before the New Year's for a new episode with our guest, Claire. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. And please remember to always drink responsibly.